welcome back to Salt and Burn This. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Welcome back. Hi, Sammy. It's so good to see you. I know. It's so good to be not in a car or on a plane <laughs> or hiking. It's amazing, like, what one cross-country trip does. Oh, my god! Like, compared, compared to, like, what the Winchester boys have to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, also, it's been so long since I've done one. Mm-hmm. I'm not conditioned for it anymore. Like out of shape for, for sitting in a car. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. It's like, this is exhausting. That and I was, um, you know, driving with my mom, who does not like to listen to podcasts or audiobooks or anything. And so we had to oh. find a happy medium between the music that we like, you know, which is not really the same. Uh, I can but- kind of fall into like other people's podcasts or books or whatever you know I can Mm. kind of just fall into step with them but other people's music is too hard for me thankfully we both like classic rock so there was a lot of that but I did pepper in some of my stuff I was like I can't do classic rock for 12 hours (laughs) (laughs) straight I can't do it that's the other thing yeah it's like I can't listen to music the entire time I used to be able to be like oh I can't be without my tunes then after a while it's like click Uh maybe just some silence yes (laughs) Usually what I do on a solo road trip is just blast music that I can sing along to as loud as I possibly can. And then when my voice gets hoarse, then I'll listen to a few hours of podcasts. And then once I've recovered, I go back to singing. Yes. Jump back in. Oh my gosh. That's great. That's great. I was, you know, I texted you uh, a minute ago and I said, you know, take your time. I've got my wine. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I was rhyming. And uh <laughs> It made me think of one of my favorite uh, Bert and Ernie episodes, uh-huh. and I say my favorite because it's something that I've remembered out of yeah. all the you know Sesame Street mm-hmm. that I've watched in my life. There's this one episode, and I think it's called like Ernie's Rhyming Game, mm-hmm. where he convinces Bert to like start this rhyming game with him, where there's like this little drum hits like. And Ernie just starts rhyming, and then mm-hmm. he's, he does his rhyme, and then he turns over to Bert. He's like, "Bert, now you do it." And Bert's like, "Okay." And then at the very end, Ernie's like, "All right, that was fun. Now I think it's time to go," or something that obviously <laughs> rhymes that I didn't yeah. do. <laughs> but Bert still wants to keep rhyming, but Ernie's no longer there, and the drum kit has stopped. And so Bert goes up to a, a lamp, and he's like, "Hey there, lamp. That's a nice shade." now you and the lamp doesn't do anything and he's like ah, you know Bert I mean Ernie, uh, yeah though it's Bert he's like ah, he, he does that for Lawrence I anyway mm-hmm. I felt like that that was a long-winded story to get me to take your time I've got my wine I felt like <laughs> like Bert okay I can send you the link if you'd like to listen to it he does a far better job of yeah it. maybe later okay Season one, episode 16, Shadow. While investigating a mysterious death in Chicago, Sam and Dean run into Meg, who is thrilled to see Sam again. Written by Eric Kripke and directed by Kim Manners, the powerhouse team. Yes. I want to say I was a little disappointed that some of the uh, other descriptors mm-hmm. of the, uh, of the uh, episode gave away the Oh, the, uh, the price. Oh. Yeah, it gave away the surprise in hmm. the description. Uh, and I was like, why? Why would you do that? I, know. I don't like when things do that because then I I like to be it, surprised. I liked this surprise. This one was from Netflix. So I'm thanks, Netflix, for getting it right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Netflix. Yeah. We never thought we'd say that. Yes. So what I was going to say was I just yeah. want to do a blanket statement of this. Otherwise, this podcast is going to be like five hours long every time we stop and talk about this particular oh. thing dean's horn dog level is to the max in this <laughs> oh my god okay i wrote down hold on douchebag dean is back big yes that's what i wrote yeah i, I every time something happened i just wrote dean in capital letters with exclamation points as in every as a dean every, <laughs> every scene every scene he says something and and sometimes three times in a scene and oh yeah that's God. what I was like douche bag dean yes. and not just like horn dog dean 
No, it's some like, of it was horn dog. Yeah, but it was like ugh. it was. I think he was like backpedaling into douchebag Dean. Yeah, maybe it was because Eric has been a while since he's written an episode, <laughs> just... and he's like, maybe he was feeling a little sexually <laughs> frustrated, and it was like <laughs> channeling it through these guys. Through Dean. Oh my gosh! So I'm so glad you said that because I wouldn't have gotten to it until you know a couple of scenes yeah in, it's just but... like we're, we're, we're never gonna get anywhere if we just every time dean says something douchey that we talk yeah. about it so i just want to put the alternate title or description of this episode is <laughs> his, his the for 40 dean minutes back. dean is just horny <laughs> yeah all right now that we got that out of the way yeah. it doesn't mean we can't mention it no. but we just don't have to do what we normally do right oh i'm so glad <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. Mm. Um, I have been there. I love Chicago. Mm. I've driven through it a million times, but when I stop, I love Chicago. I I love the pizza. <laughs> I love the beer. <laughs> the Windy City, indeed. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah. I've never been there. Just the airport. Oh. I know. It's been on my list of places to go or check out. Yes. Uh, I'll just say that what we see in this episode not chicago i other figured than the wind other than yeah. the wind um <laughs> not a good representation of chicago i didn't so. think so because i even said when in my notes of the opening teaser which maybe i'll just get started into now sorry we see a cute girl walking alone on some very empty streets of a heavy metro city area <laughs> yeah and a few times it's just all oh, the streets are always empty always empty except for this one guy who like bumps into her yes they have the whole <laughs> sidewalk to themselves when he chooses to bump into her yeah which Hard. Is, is kind of a man thing to do honestly yeah so this this young woman is is walking down the street looks like she just came out of a a bar maybe mm-hmm. and uh she's got her earphones in she's walking down the street this empty sidewalk and except for the one guy who bumps into her hard uh and then like her uh I'll say her mp3 player starts to it kind of glitches uh-huh. and then and then kind of stops so, so she takes out her earbuds and she's like oh you know perfect of course yeah, you know all yeah. I wanted to do is like listen to my music uh-huh. on my way home um which I have to say a woman walking home alone at night should not have both earbuds in yes. I'm just saying that ladies and yeah. gentlemen no, PSA, yeah, I never do. don't do it but as she's walking home and now that she has her earbuds out uh the she turns a corner down this like one alley and the wind picks up and you can she can start to hear things and she thinks she hears her name or mm-hmm. I, i'm assuming it's her name because it is, it's meredith yeah. yeah and uh and the wind kicks up and suddenly she's in the dirtiest paper strewn street <laughs> i've ever seen in my life i felt like they were just like more paper it needs yeah. more paper more garbage <laughs> Yeah, so all the garbage in the city has blown down this one, you know, alleyway, and she still hears Meredith, Meredith being whispered like harshly Mm -hmm. at her. The wind is blowing and she sees this, she sees a shadow. And it's not just like a shadow, it's a giant shadow that grows like up the side of the building. Yeah, and it's it's an indistinct figure, but it is humanoid. You know, yeah. so it's not just like a big building or a truck or something like that. Right. It's not you know, a car going by that lit something up. Yes. It's yeah. definitely a human-ish figure, but right. very large. And there's no yes. human around to account for this shadow. <laughs> yeah. She even does the, the, you know, the typical hello, yeah. <laughs> you know, which I think you know, people make fun of that, but I think it's instinctual Yeah, that as a person, you want to discount the scary thing that that is actually happening to you right. by going hello mm-hmm. and uh, I just a side story um my sister was home from college and uh she was sleeping on the couch downstairs now at that the same time that she was visiting from college my parents had bought my brother a puppy for Christmas and uh at the time we were keeping the dog in the basement uh, just to keep her from, you know, pooping and peeing in the house. She yeah, pooped yeah. in the basement all she wanted. And we have a very big basement. Uh, but the dog was making noise in the basement and I heard her. So I came out of my bedroom and came downstairs to go and settle the dog, you know, make mm-hmm. sure she was okay. And uh, my sister heard me come downstairs, not knowing it was me. She just heard footsteps. And after I was done settling the dog, I went to go check on my sister. 
who was mm-hmm. sleeping on the couch. And I was, I could see her, but I couldn't fully see her. And I was like, Lisa. <laughs> and little did I know that she heard me come downstairs and go into the basement and thought that there was somebody in the house. Uh-huh. So by the time when I was in the basement, she went into the kitchen and grabbed a knife and then oh went God. back to the couch. <laughs> and so when I came into the room and was just staring at her, trying to see yeah. if I could see her eyes, if she was actually awake or not, she's under the covers with a with knife. A knife. <laughs> and it wasn't until I said, Lisa, she's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> i could have killed you so oh no um so that human aspect of you know hello yeah you know is i get it yeah so well i actually i i thought of you during this opening scene because like this this is the ghost saying the name story (laughs) yes exactly i'm like she gets it meredith gets it (laughs) it's definitely saying her name and that's exactly what i did which is like hello (laughs) no one there run and she did Mm -hmm. she looked around and she realized there's nobody there and she ran yep i'm so proud of her of course she has like a million keys on her key rings when she gets to her apartment (laughs) and uh so it shows like her building is a locked building so she needed a key to get into Mm -hmm. her building which i thought was kind of a shitty looking building (laughs) but it was locked at least so that was good she gets in she gets to her apartment manages to find the keys get in mm-hmm. slam the door lock the doorknob lock the bolt and chain the door yeah and recode the the alarm so she has an alarm a door knob lock a hard bolt or what is that called a deadbolt yeah and a chain mm-hmm. so she's not messing around with her yeah. security yes and then it turns out she's got a pretty nice apartment for that garbage strewn street yeah filled, no you know I was like, not not to be envious of everybody's apartment, but I'm like, I never, <laughs> I've no. been living in apartments all my life. Yeah. Never did I ever have an apartment like that. Yeah. That kitchen was on, because she goes into the kitchen and grabs a beer and it's like this, a Heidi door. A pocket door. Yeah. yeah. A little sliding pocket door and just a cool little apartment. It is a cool apartment. So she's obviously relieved and relaxed, drinking a beer and checking her answering machine answering machine <laughs> <laughs> click <laughs> but the shadow being a shadow has followed her in and yeah. you see it creeping up behind her unbeknownst to her you see a big yep. claw like hand thing come through and then her shadow being projected on the wall you see uh, the shadow's hand shove through her chest And then we see this is momentous here because this is the first blood splatter in the opening teaser that Supernatural does, which becomes a a signature later on. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mentioned that in one of our posts Mm -hmm. uh, um, because in Nightmare, we didn't didn't mention it during the uh, podcast. Yeah. There's quite a bit of splatter. There is, yeah. Um, like Dean, when he gets shot in the head, there's splatter. Uh-huh. When Aunt Zelda gets a knife through the head, there's a little bit of splatter. And then when the dickhead the window, brother right? Mm-hmm. right cuts off that guy's head, it's not just like a little bit of blood. It's like someone stood there with a bucket and was like, Scrooge! Yeah. <laughs> you know, blood. Uh-huh. I actually, I went back and this is why I needed a little bit more time because I went back and watched all of the opening teasers beforehand just to make sh- so I could positively say with confidence <laughs> say this is the first one. There's blood in Bloody Mary, Skin, Hookman, Bugs, and Scarecrow of like varying amounts, but they're not splatters. They're either just like pooling from the people's heads right. or just kind of, you right. know, someone was stabbed or whatever. It's on them. Mm-hmm. It's not that splatter on the wall or the windows right. or, you know, the Right. Like, except for <laughs> in, in the pilot where that guy in the cabriolet, you know, when. But Sarah he's not in the he... opening. No, you're no, you're exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, didn't mean to say that he was, yeah, yeah, but as yeah. far as splatter goes, those were pretty significant. Yes, um, I did like the the irony, of course, which is while she's having her heart ripped out, um, the message on the answering machine says, "Like, I know this last guy tore your heart out, yeah. but oh my God. <laughs> I did not I like, make that connection." Oh, really? <laughs> well, because I think maybe at the time I didn't. I didn't really realize that it was her heart being ripped out, you know, right. the hand going through a chest or stomach or something. Right. It was hard. To, you, there's no way we would have known at that moment that it was a heart being yeah. torn out. But the fact that 
it was tearing her anything out while yeah, she's yeah, being yeah. splattered was <laughs> I, I think I was more just like that's a splatter it's a first way oh my god <laughs> see and after that I just wrote down I have apartment envy I'm like what is wrong with me all I could think about is I love her apartment <laughs> okay so moving on from the opening teaser yes um then we see the boys it's one week later according to the Chiron uh, yep. Sam's haircut is on another level. <laughs> what was up? That was the style then. That, that was, was the style then. I distinctly remember seeing that haircut everywhere. But when they pull up, I want to say I heard the music that they were playing in the car because uh-huh. it was like some rock music. I want to say it was Freebird. I want to say it was a snippet of Freebird. I want to. I'm going to stick to it. Okay. That's it probably wasn't. No. <laughs> Because let's see, I again I don't have the DVDs with me, so I don't know. But this book will list the music. So this says the music in this episode were "Pictures of Me" by View, "You Got Your Hooks in Me" by Little Charlie and the Nightcats, and "The New World" by X. I don't know any of those. Okay, I don't either. I just wonder if because they only played it for less than six seconds, mm. if it if they could even mention it. Maybe. Or if they have to pay for it, because I think they have to keep it under like six seconds or something. But to me, it sounds like free bird. I'm going to stick to it. Okay. That's my, it made me feel good. So I'm going to leave it at that. Great. Later down the line, someone can prove me wrong. But since <laughs> no one has proved us wrong yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was free bird. <laughs> okay, so the boys pull up. They're in an, another costume. Now, these clearly look like costumes, They've yeah. been in outfits before and in mm-hmm. disguises before. They got out of the car and I was like, what are they wearing? <laughs> it just looked like bad, you know, jumpsuit uniform as yeah. costumes. Right, was- right. But Dean makes note of these costumes. He's like, we, <laughs> yeah. you know, dad and I got along just fine without wearing these little outfits <laughs> yeah. that you insist on. <laughs> but did you notice they were, they've each had their name on them though? They oh, did no. have Sam and Dean on their name oh, um, sewn God. on as a patch. I was like, at least they went that far. And that's yeah. maybe why Dean I... was complaining about it costing good money. Yeah. <laughs> and their impersonation this time is of the workers of the alarm company in uh, this victim's apartment, which they go in to the apartment. The landlady lets, I assume she's a landlady, lets them in. And she, yes. and she says, your alarm is about as useful as boobs on a man. <laughs> So the the actress playing um, the landlady is uh, Lorena Gale. Mm-hmm. I of course recognized her, and I'm so sorry. <clears throat> but just for a hot second, yes, <laughs> <Or> Stargate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I did recognize her from Stargate, um, and then having seen her, I looked up that she was in the X Files movie, and she also had a recurring role on Battlestar Galactica, which ah. I never really watched. Hmm. But good for her. I forgot yeah. to mention though that. Um, Melanie uh, Papalia, the woman who plays Meredith, mm-hmm. she was on Suits. She had a recurring role on Suits. And uh, yeah, she played Amy, the like on again, off again girlfriend of um, the guy, the guy, the main I guy. Know. I don't watch the show. So she was great. She was great on Suits. So <laughs> I was I didn't recognize her at all. Like, yeah, when, I didn't either. And uh, but yeah, Suits, good for you. Good for you, Melanie, for your two seconds before you had your heart torn out. Yeah. I, oh, I also wanted to make a note, uh, just from a personal observation, because there was a few episodes ago, you mentioned Sam's voice, like the fandom or people had noticed that his voice had kind of formed into his Sam character. Yeah. I felt like they sounded exactly the same as they did in the pilot in this episode. Really? Maybe. That was just me. And at least on my laptop, because I watched it once on my laptop and once um, on a TV and it did sound a little different on the TV but after watching uh, all those recaps you know when I was re-watching all of the openings I was like these voices uh-huh. sound exactly the same as they did in the beginning this is like we got to find it you know the beginning right scenes right. huh I um I did listen to some um fan copies of like fan recordings of some of the um supernatural cons mm-hmm. and um Jensen has mentioned uh, his voice choices that he yeah. actually did make a concerted choice to change his voice as the character matured to make it sound more like John Winchester. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, to the detriment of my own voice, yeah. but that he did make a conscious effort as the season, as the uh, series went on yeah, yeah, to yeah. change his voice. No, it didn't I defi- happen like you right know, overnight right. type yeah. of thing. Yeah. 
but with uh with jared i think they the fandom said that they just noticed that his character started to take on a more mature tone right uh timbre i mm-hmm. guess but i'm glad that you said that because i didn't hear it so but i thought you might yeah i didn't if- in that or at least i didn't notice it in that particular episode but i've kind of been listening a little bit since then mm-hmm. and this one i definitely took me aback i was like oh my god these voices sound as high-pitched as they did in the beginning to me huh at least they, in the beginning of this episode and i yeah. was almost like maybe they filmed this like out of order like they usually do but that's impossible because they hadn't developed this kind of storyline yet right 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 because and in the beginning it was just like episodical ghost city things and it wasn't until a few in that they decided oh this is going to be a story about the brothers instead of about ghosts right and this was right. definitely oh my gosh, the brothers. Yeah, definitely about the brothers. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, okay. So, Merit, uh, the landlady mentions that you know she found the body in pieces, like Meredith was just kind of everywhere, and it looked like an animal attack. Yeah, she was like, all the windows were locked, the doors were locked. We had to cut the chain. We had to turn off the alarm from when we came in. But she gives Sam and Dean permission to you know look around the apartment anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean whips out his EMF detector and it spikes. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm. <laughs> yeah. so this is definitely our kind of thing. Yeah. So that's, and then I wrote down douchebag Dean is back. <laughs> yes, yes, because he has found out from a lady cop uh, named Amy. So first that she likes tequila and that she's a Sagittarius, but more importantly, that Meredith's heart was missing which none of that was really in the papers. Right. Can't be a werewolf because the moon isn't out. The lunar cycle isn't correct. Right, right. And uh, and if it was an animal, it would have, there would have been traces yes. or signs of entrance, exit, or, you know, tables turned over. Yeah, you know. scratches anywhere else. Yeah. There was her. nothing in the apartment. And uh, and this is when Dean notices the blood stains on the carpet. Uh-huh. And I just want to call bullshit to this one instance where he sees blood splotches everywhere and he's like you know get the masking tape out and he's able to tape out a a pattern yeah he connects the dots with this blood splatter literally connects the dots and it makes a pattern Uh and both of them are like have you ever seen this before no i've never seen this before huh i wonder what it is it's like how do you make there's no way yeah that dean could have done that i mean looking it's there was no rhyme or reason to his connecting the dots the way he did. No, it was a total reach. And then, and then I was like, well, maybe I'm not giving Dean enough credit because he is a hunter, but I don't know that this, the symbol is even just so compact and circular, you know, it just kind of looks like blood splatter on the carpet. If it were more pointed, you know, like a constellation right. almost, then right. it would have been different but it right. wasn't it was there, just there was no pattern of like big splotches to follow or maybe it was the little splotches within yeah. the big splotches no uh-huh. he just randomly taped out yeah. this sigil yeah i'm like there's no way and plus he missed there was like a whole bunch of untaped out uh-huh. splotches so it's like what made him choose yeah those it was, spots yeah i just wrote down how the hell why the hell that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what i wrote down <laughs> so they go to a bar to talk mm-hmm. things over <laughs> they're done with the apartment they see a sigil it looks like a z in a circle, basically. Or Dean t- goes back to the bartender and <laughs> Sam's got dad's journal, you know? Yeah. So it's like typical. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Dean was able to, we, we assume, get from somewhere to get some information from the bartender. Um, I, because I believe this is where Meredith worked. Yes. Yes, she was a So a that's why they are at this particular bar. Um, but also the bartender was a gymnast for a long time if you were if you could listen to like their conversation Dean and her's conversation he's just like oh you were a gymnast for how many years or something along those lines I oh god I hate to admit this Sammy I didn't hear that at all <laughs> I didn't hear it and that's the kind of crap I love uh, oh my god oh. so I mean not to mention I mean she was a you know a hottie bow body you know oh, bartender yeah. mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> which leaves Sam to say, did you get any, any information? And, you know, Dean goes off on, you know, her phone number <laughs> and Sam's like, could you think with your upstairs brain, <laughs> yeah. please? Which I love. I've never heard it called the upstairs downstairs. I have heard, you know, big brain, little brain. Mm-hmm. I just love the upstairs brain. Oh, I think that's, 
much clearer in my yes. mind for that. It's really funny. <laughs> like the, and, and Dean's like, huh? <laughs> His first response is, huh? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't just get her phone number. I got this information Yeah. Um, that the two victims uh, had nothing in common. Yeah, well, yeah, Sam found the second murder, the earlier one, and it's just like, they were murdered in the same way, but there's zero connections between them. Um, and I think Dean found out from the hot bartender that Meredith had not been acting strangely or anything before that. So what they're finding so far is that everything else is not their thing except for the murder itself. You know, there's, right. no, there's no clues that, that are pointing them in the direction of maybe something that they know. Right. It's different. It, it's something we haven't encountered before, which right, happens a lot. Right. <laughs> Until Sam happens to notice across the bar. Yeah. Meg. Yes. Meg from Scarecrow, mm -hmm. the, the, the hitchhiking, you know. Yeah. Blonde pixie. Yes, throat slashing. Yes. <laughs> Incan incantating. What do you call that when you are when you do when you doing incantation? <laughs> there you go. That's my my college degree working for me yep. right there. But yeah, so he sees Meg from across the bar uh -huh. and he's like, Oh my god, Meg. And she's like, Oh my god, Sam. Yeah. You know, what are you doing uh -huh. here? You know, and she is just so over the top. Mm -hmm. of there's there's no way like watching this episode i i was like there's no way there's no way that she was just there you know this is clearly <laughs> some sort of setup especially knowing that she well we is know the, yeah yes that she's the throat slashing yes you know blood <clears throat> calling what we know but what thing. they do not know yet the boys do not know anything about this girl yeah right we know there's something wrong with her. <laughs> yes, it's just like, oh no, something's gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> Sam, don't talk to her. Don't do it. Yeah, but Sam's like, hey, I thought you went to California. And she's like, oh, I did, you know, saw, saw a celebrity, something, something Michael Murray, which of course is Chad Michael Murray, who used to be on <laughs> Gilmore Girls with, yeah. with Jared Padalecki. So a little fun there. I wanted to say that that is so typical California of, yeah. you know, did you see any celebrities? It is. Mm -hmm. And I, I I just totally went into my head. I was like, well, when you came out to LA, you know, I was like, oh, you'll probably see somebody, you know. And who did we end up seeing? Like every. It was Tabitha from uh, that salon show. Salon takeover or something yes, like that. That was her own show, and she ended up oh. like going on her own because she became so famous from. It was a reality a sheer genius. It was called Sheer Genius, as in Shears. Yes. Cut. Cut. Um, cut. And she became so famous from that show just because she was so um, bitchy. She was so bitchy in the best way. Like, I don't want to sit, like call her a bitch, but man, she was. But she was I, right. I loved she her was for right. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's right. But she was right. That's where you're like, oh, she yes. nailed it. She was absolutely right. But yeah, like we every saw her, time we yeah. went out. We did. That weekend that we were there, I saw her at breakfast and then we saw her driving somewhere and then sitting on a bench somewhere. It's like three times. <laughs> three times on the, the same celebrity. We there. <laughs> so that's what I thought of when she was like, something, something Michael Murray. I was like, oh, that's right. You know, that's Sammy was there. We saw yeah. Tabitha over and over and over again. So Sam and Meg are actually having a really pleasant catch up conversation. Seemingly is, you know, happy and excited to see her. And so she, you know, you can kind of see, uh, physical kind of attraction going on there dean yep. is in the background clearing his throat multiple times because he wants to get in on this and she does not have the patience for him she's just like will you cover your mouth oh you're the brother that treated sam like crap you know and he's just like all right i'm obviously not welcome here i'm gonna go get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> try to super rude to him yeah super rude to Dean, I was like, even if you knew, like once, once Sam said, oh, this is my brother. And she's like, oh, you're Dean. You're the one who yeah. dragged Sam everywhere against <laughs> his will. Um, so I was like, that is just over the top, Meg. That was just yeah. mean. So like Sam's now skeptical and Dean's now pissed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slightly hurt, but pissed. Yeah. So, but he does, he ends up getting her number, you know, her full name, where she's from. I thought he played this whole ordeal very nicely once we get into the next scene. Um, yeah, absolutely. And also yeah. she says, I'll show you a hell of a time, which I, oh, okay, that's clever. 
yeah. all of the time. Dean is pissed that Sam like talked trash on him to some chick. That's what yeah. he's leaning into. But Sam is just like, no, no, no. Listen, this is weird. This is all weird. I ran into yeah. this girl on, literally on the on side, the side the of the road. road. Yeah. And now like in this random bar in Chicago, yeah, something is not adding up. I am deeply suspicious. Dean yeah. is deeply horny for his brother. <laughs> not in that sense. Wait, wait. No, no, we no. Heard yeah. that phrasing, phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is uh, being a little bit too much of a wingman for Sam. There you go. He's just, like, yes, go get laid by this chick. And Sam's like, no, I don't want to. She's no, you're not hearing it. This yeah. something's up with her. <laughs> yes, my interest lies in the supernatural like coincidences yeah. that are happening here. You know, yeah. Dean says oh, you're, you're thinking too much with your upstairs brain. <laughs> so sam makes dean go do the research job he's like okay you go look up this symbol see what it means and go check out meg masters and see if she's like a real person like what's going on yeah and then dean's like so what are you gonna do go check her out (laughs) sam's like yeah he's like ah you little pervert (laughs) jesus christ yeah overly overly horn dog douchebag but here's a question i have Hmm. why if this chick is so bitchy you know and rude to dean why would he even be pushing his brother towards her i don't know i don't know if he just wants his brother to have the same kind of playboy experiences that he himself has mm-hmm. you know, maybe he's just like dude but i would have been like man she just let's keep going just yeah. leave her by the side of the road yeah. i would have <laughs> That's what I didn't get is that every time Dean said something douchebaggery, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, why do you care? Because this chick isn't worth your brother's time. Right. But maybe he doesn't right. care about her. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so Sam is indeed lurking outside of Meg's apartment <laughs> when, when Dean calls him and calls him out on it. So he's like, right. there. I know you are. But he says that she checks out. You know, she does exist. You know, she's from Andover. There's a picture of her high school graduation Uh, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he also found out what the symbol was. It was Zoroastrian. Yeah, Zoroastrian. Mm -hmm. Which is a thing. Let's say assigned or attributed to something called a deva, which he called basically a demonic pit bull. These are also things like real well they're 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 steeped in reality they're steeped in in an actual religion zoroastrian i looked it up they basically they believe that there's one universal transcendent all good and uncreated supreme creative deity which basically is the lord wisdom Mm -hmm. so that's what zoroastrians are it's it's about they they believe that good is good for the sake of good Mm -hmm. which is the complete opposite of demons which is evil for the sake of evil right um and a deva uh, which is uh, part of their, it's also one of the oldest religions uh, around. It's mm-hmm. like, it's been a practicing religion for more than 2000 years, which is, uh, uh, Dean mentions 2000 years before Christ. It's mm-hmm. like centuries and centuries. But a deva is, quote, a demon of darkness, um, gods that are to be rejected, uh, supernatural entities with disagreeable uh, characteristics, which is what <laughs> Dean talks about, you yeah. know, animalistic. They're just, mm-hmm. they're just bad. Yeah. Um, but they are more like hellhounds, which we haven't discovered yet in our uh-huh. supernatural journey that they're demons that don't need to embody anybody in yeah. order to attack humans. Right. So like they don't need a corporeal form. Uh, they don't have to, um, uh possess any humans or anything Uh in order to create the havoc that they create but they do have to be summoned and controlled and that they're uh usually quite mad at whoever has summoned and controlled them is that part of the real folklore or the supernatural folklore that's part of the that part is the supernatural okay yeah yeah uh adage but everything else that i said up until the controlling part is part of the the history uh-huh. of the deva within Zoroastrianism. Yeah. Zoroastrianism. <laughs> I always end up saying Zarastro, which is <laughs> from Magic Flute, the opera. Sorry. 
so yeah i mean this i loved that i got to look this up and i was yeah. like oh my gosh supernatural actually kept to it with a slight you know for slight the most slide. part yeah yeah so the, just the, a slight slide yeah the summoning part and the fact that they're invisible i don't i I mean, granted, I didn't do a lot of research on that, but it didn't find anything that they're shadow demons. No, just that their nature <laughs> is dark. Yes. And so yes. I think they took that idea and turned yeah, it into which is really cool. shadow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was thrilled to look that up. I, yes. yes. So, so the supernatural twist is a, well, this one, you know, they need to be summoned or controlled, but they bite the hand that feeds them. Yes, yes, that's a great way of putting it, yes. So Sam hangs up on Dean because he just will not let this perviness go. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but, before he, but before he did, though, he admitted that he didn't, um, he's like, uh, Sam's like, how did you find all this stuff out? And he's like, what, I can't, I can't read like you do? <laughs> you know, and Sam says, what was the last book you read? <laughs> Dead silence. He's like, uh-huh. You know, yeah. just like from, oh, is it um, Dead in the Water? Name mm -hmm. a kid that you know. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, but yeah, so it turns out he called one of dad's friends and yeah. got all the, got the info. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is still bookish if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? he used his resources. But yes, then Dean kept going on the horn dog yeah. on behalf of Sam. It's like, oh God, he's like, bite her, but don't leave any marks. It's like, yeah, I would have hung, hung up on him too. But, but then Meg appears, mostly topless. <laughs> Doesn't have any curtains or blinds in her apartment. It's just like walking around, being like, what shirt am I going to wear? I'm going to um, turn on the lights so I can walk around naked yes. in my apartment. Sam does kind of look pervy, just sitting there in his car, staring up in the window. <laughs> as evidenced by the woman that caught him doing so. <laughs> like, knocks on his window. <laughs> like, pervert. Yeah. I just want to give kudos to that woman who who found it, you know, uh -huh. her duty to interrupt him and be like, asshole, what are you doing? <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, Meg picks a shirt <laughs> and and leaves her apartment and Sam follows her uh, to like this abandoned warehouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he's not close enough following behind her so he doesn't like make it into any of the doors that she used to get into the building so yeah. he's essentially locked out and found uh that the the it's one of those old elevators so it's not like it's the kind of has like the cage doors that you open mm -hmm. the elevator is not working so he opens up this cage door and decides to climb up the elevator shaft. I know. he was able to climb it till he got to the floor where he noticed like an altar mm -hmm. set up and there's all these like uh, not all but there's mannequins like abandoned mannequins here and there yeah, and i'm like yeah. oh, i hate mannequins <laughs> like all i do is stare at them thinking they're going to do something <laughs> he's still kind of half hidden in this elevator shaft but he sees meg come mm -hmm. up to this altar and start doing like chanting doing some sort of incantation yes. and i swear i could hear whispering at the same time like it sounded like she was listening Maybe. to somebody because she was making another blood call you know blood yes. goblet call yes yeah but she was saying things like i don't think you should come the brothers are here mm -hmm. i didn't know like i didn't know they would be here which is slightly contrived but <laughs> um but we don't hear what's being said on the other side but no. i just heard what i i thought i heard whispering um sure. yeah yeah you probably did but she does mention basically like a meeting time and place you know saying okay i'll see you there blows out the candles she's very slow and deliberate with all of this yes to noting that yes and then she walks away so Sam makes his move when she leaves, um, takes a look at the altar, which is just covered in like blood, bones, candles, things on sticks. Tarot cards. Yeah. yeah. And that Z symbol. Yes. In blood. Mm -hmm. I mean, where I'm assuming it's blood. Yeah. So then he I'm makes his way back down. to the hotel room and <laughs> both brothers have news to tell the other. <laughs> Dude, I got to talk to you. They both say it at the same time to each other. Dean, still a douchebag, but he has discovered the first two victims of this shadow stealth killer he discovered from his lady cop friend mm -hmm. uh, that they both uh, were from Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. And uh, they're like, 
well, this can't be good. <laughs> yes, because Sam has obviously told Dean all about Meg, what he saw in the warehouse. But he does make a, he does, uh, make a distinction between, you know, the thing that she was talking into with the goblet. You know, he, he likens it to like a crystal ball. You know, people like mm. talking through a crystal ball. Was, was probably not the deva because this is somebody she was having a conversation with, not not some animal demon who would not be able right, to really would be have able to communicate, a conversation, right? But someone or something else. So right. they think because these other two victims are from Lawrence, maybe this is tied to the demon. Yep, the mom killing demon, the one that Dad is after, and. And blah, 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 you know, why else would Meg be in the same city of these Lawrence victims? Mm -hmm. It's just like too much is piling it's up too, at once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so they, they're they like, uh, we got to call dad. So they, they call the elusive John and leave a message yeah. <laughs> because John never picks up no. the phone. I like that Dean says, I don't know what to expect, so let's expect everything. Yeah. When they're yeah. they're getting ready to go and see what Meg is meeting. Yes. So they're like intervening gotten... somehow. Yeah, they bring pretty much everything from the trunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> holy water, a bunch of books, all the guns, you know, they're making loading up all the guns. There's a lot of gun yep. noises going on in the following scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nervous? No. You? No. <laughs> Liars. Yeah. But then they have this like big brothers moment. Yeah. They're both quote not nervous for two very different reasons. Sam thinks that this could possibly be the end of their, you know, demon hunting. Mm -hmm. Like if we get this demon tonight, I get to go back to college. I get to, you know, stop living on the road in a car yeah. with my brother. You know, mm -hmm. I get to go back to my life. And Dean is like, yeah, but that's, that's the end then. Yeah. You know, I, why, that's not what I want. And mm -hmm. Sam doesn't get it. And Dean's like, why do you think I came to get you? Why have I been spending all this time, you know, doing this? It's like, this is my life. This is my family, uh -huh. you know, dad, you, me hunting, you know, that's my life. That's my, that's my everything. Mm -hmm. And Sam still is like, you got to let me go. If this is the end, if we finish this here, I want to go. That's not the life I want. Yeah, exactly. He's like, that's not my normal. That's, you know, yeah. you want things to go back to your normal, but that's not what I want. And he's firm with that. And I have to applaud him for that. Like I felt bad know, for Dean, it, you know, because he just wants his family back, you know, the way it was before the right. the many years it was that Sam has been gone in school. Yeah. So this was one step closer to having that family that Dean is clinging to, you know, the, yeah. the life in the car, the life in the hunting and life with dad. Yeah. I think that two things broke my heart here. One mm -hmm that Dean actually broke down and said those things out loud. Like yes, he, was he could tell he's really struggling with it. And he does the thing that I do when I have a problem bringing something up, which is not look at the other person. You know? Right, <laughs> right, yes. Turn your back but, to them. and. But he still did it, you know, it. it, and that's what really broke my heart is that he made himself vulnerable or mm -hmm. he let himself be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and it didn't change anything. It, it right. hurt him even more. Yeah. You know, he could have just kept going on being Dean, like, okay, whatever, Sam, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. but he didn't, he put it out there and it didn't move Sam to, I, I get it. Sam still needs to be Sam, you yeah. know, he needs to go his own way, but I felt really bad for Dean. I yeah, was, I did too. I proud did too. of Sam, but mm -hmm. I just, my heart broke for Dean because it's so hard to be the tough guy and reveal your soft side only to then be hurt because you revealed the soft side. Yeah. But Dean says it's never going to be over. Yeah, before he does all of this spiel, you know, it's just like, there's yeah. never going to, you know, it's never the end. There's always going to be another thing, even if it's not the big demon, there's always these things. It was just so hard for me to watch that, you know, Dean loses his family again. I know, yeah. I know, but, but I also, you know, like if Sam doesn't really want that, you know, he won't be happy, you know, right. if he does say like, okay, fine, I'll go with you after this is done, because it'll make dean happy but then mm -hmm. sam won't be happy so then they they won't be happy you know though right but i have a feeling it will resolve itself in the end. <laughs> what <laughs> so they go to the warehouse they crawl up the elevator yet again 
and they they do and they they come across meg back at the altar mm-hmm. doing her incantations mm-hmm. and stuff and uh, they like shinny out of the elevator shaft and they're like hiding behind pillars and they're very quiet but they she, are she's smart she's still she knows they're there yep clearly knows they're there yeah <laughs> doesn't even have to turn around and she's just like no. guys stop guys just no just <laughs> i know you don't <laughs> just come out and after a little bit of you know back and forth she sticks the deva on them and then they wake up tied to poles like scratched all to hell <laughs> i would say slashed because yeah. sam's face is like gashed open yes. I was like, oh, it's yep. going to take some stitches. Yep. And like, through, girlfriend's a bitch. Yeah, yeah. And through these little conversations, Sam finally realizes, oh, this was all a trap. Yeah, Meg put this all in motion. Like the, the murders were just to bring them. You let me run into you at the bar. You let me hear, you yep. know, what you, you murdered were saying. murdered two innocent the, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's just yep. like, honey, I've killed a lot more for a lot less. Yeah. Yep. This is why I didn't like the descriptors that some of the, uh, that, that were placed on this episode, because it says Meg leads them into a trap in the description of the episode. I'm like, why that completely gives away all of this tension leading up to this moment. Now we knew that she was sketchy. We knew there's something up with her. We knew she was going to be doing something, Yeah. but you didn't know it was a trap. Yeah. You didn't know that she was the one summoning, you know, the devas. So that was my previous first part of the podcast. Yeah, dis- disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, but then she reveals the trap isn't for them. They're just bait for a for trap John. for John. Yep. Dean is convinced that it won't work because dad is too smart. But yeah, Meg, he's too good. Mm-hmm, but Meg, she's like, yeah, he is. But he's got a weakness. And that weakness is you guys. And I happen to know that he is, in fact, in town. Here in town. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because yep. of you. And then, she, like, Meg proceeds to, like, climb <laughs> all over Sam. Totally. And is, like, licking him. Yes. And trying to, I guess, seduce him for Yes, some that's reason. what I wrote was, like, she's seducing him. Like, just killing time. Yeah, I guess so. That <laughs> was, you know, until John Because no, she even up. says, it's like, the Dave is going to kill everyone you know, long and, and, and messy. And messy. Yeah. 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 And like, while she's like sucking on Sam's earlobes, mm-hmm. Dean has pulled out a pocket knife and, and dropped it, unfortunately, or clanked yeah, it or made, something. He made some sort of noise, which she hears. Goes over, grabs the knife from, from Dean and is like, idiot, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throws it away and goes back to Sam and starts <laughs> mounting him again. Yeah. She's just like, were you just trying to distract me so your brother could get free? <laughs> and he's, nope. again, he played this very nicely. This whole, in the beginning when he first ran into Meg and didn't let on that he was suspicious of her, you know, yeah. running into her. And this, yeah. you know, because he was playing along, you know, being like, oh, I'm all tied up right now. What are you going to do to me? What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then he's just like, no, because I had a knife of my own, bitch. Yeah, and head butter, <laughs> and he's and his hand. He's cut his hands free yeah. from the ropes. Awesome, and uh, he jumps up and he knocks over the uh, the altar, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and that's suddenly we see the devas like the shadows because there's more than one, mm-hmm. like come out and uh, they grab Meg. You know, now that they're not being bound, and they grab Meg and they drag her across the floor and they. Wing! Mm-hmm. They throw her out the the window, mm-hmm. and she does that. You know that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Crashes to the street below. Sam and Dean think she's dead, mm-hmm. um, and they also think that the the Dave is gone. The Davis are are gone because their anger at Meg is is avenged. Dean yeah. still a douchebag <laughs> even after all of this. Yeah, he's like, what is it? Um, Next time you want to get laid, find a girl who isn't so buckets of crazy. And I was like, Sam wasn't the one going after her. It was all Dean who kept pushing and pushing. pushing. I'm like, Dean, that was all you. It was all in your head. (laughs) You know, insinuating that Sam wanted her. And Sam at no point was like, well, you know, I could. 
back at the hotel, mm-hmm. which by the way, one of the nicest hotels they've been in <laughs> so far. There's nothing like roadside motel about this. It could be because yeah. they're in the city in Chicago. Right. Um, but there's definitely Probably aren't many um la- lack of taxidermy it, kind yeah. of <laughs> gave it away. <laughs> they let themselves assume they they are still carrying all of their uh stuff. guns and mm-hmm. stuff because they're like, nope, not taking any chances. We're just <laughs> yeah. gonna keep this stuff on us no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um and they go into their hotel room and they see a shadow yeah, in the some, window. Someone's in someone's in there. Yeah. And they're like, hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn on the lights. And it's dad. And it's John. And I just have dad. to say, he's so handsome. I oh my God, it. he's um, so handsome. <laughs> it was like a perfect reveal. I mean, we knew who it was, obviously. Yeah. But just his turn into the light, you know, revealing his face. And yeah. the first thing he says is, boys. And it's yeah. like, <gasps> heart melt dad for his sons. Yeah, because this is the first on-screen meeting you know it face-to-face face-to-face as adults yeah yeah at least that we've seen you know since the the show you know since they're being filmed (laughs) right 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 and just the look on all three of their faces is like it really relief and love and tension yeah but also a little bit of tension because you know hugs dean right away doesn't but hug not. Sam right away because there's still something in the, the fight way they still. had before mm-hmm. Sam left. Yeah. Yes. But he still answers yes, sir, whenever yes, dad sir. asks the question. Sam does. Yes. Um, after all the the talk of like, were you always saying yes, sir? Like a deep, yeah. You know? <laughs> that's just, I mean, I also like to think that that's just the military training. You yeah, know, yeah. they grew up in a military household and that's yeah. just ingrained in you. Yeah. John reveals, you know, he's getting closer and closer to the demon, and the demon can feel that. You know, he knows that he's close, and he knows that John is going to kill it, not just exercise right. it back to hell, but kill right. it once kill and for all. Doesn't know how yeah. he's going to do it yet, but right. working that's on that the, plan. That's the first talk of any of type of solution to the demon, like yeah. exorcism. Uh, you know, hasn't really been brought up as far as. Uh, working on a demon yeah they did um, it once killing in, a demon yeah they did it once in phantom traveler um they mm-hmm. exercised the demon on the plane but but that's it and that's really kind of the only interaction they've had with demons face to face you know right. uh, besides the the chatter of the demon you know <laughs> right 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 and so we realized that the demon sent meg to kill john yes yes they it wasn't they, about they, the boys yeah yeah it was about john uh, mm-hmm. getting fishing john out yes of hiding yes um and then uh, dad finally turns to sam and you know, it's it maybe a, a weird kind of apology in dad's way but he acknowledges the big fight that they had the last time they saw each yeah. other and it's been a long time since they've seen each other too long and you know whatever this was supposed to be sam accepted it he he yes. hugs dad and he's and means it yeah he means it and he's just so happy and relieved to finally see him and and be with him and they're all together again and dad dad the same thing i think dad initiates the hug you know and it's like it's 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 a true it's not like hug pat pat on the back you know it's not the one two pat pat it was a hug and it like it it meant something it did so they embrace and then boom it comes back (laughs) oh my god scared the living crap yeah. out of me i was genuinely like like scared like uh-huh. the jump out moment totally worked for me and i was like oh they got me uh-huh. you know loved it davis come out and like shove john across the room shove sam and and dean gets a no before yeah, he's yeah. knocked against the yeah. wall the i mean they have no chance against these davis nope. they are kicking their ass and they can't see them because what meg says earlier is they're invisible demons all you can see are their shadows they are fast they are vicious it's all about claws and slicing yeah Yeah. these are bad bad guys yep they're Um, fast mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. super fast so sam takes a a wild guess that you know well if these are shadow demons or, or you know demons of darkness maybe light will make them go away and then he lights a flare inside of this little hotel room 
Oh my gosh. And it blinds everybody. Yeah, (laughs) but it works. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much light. You can't, there's no shadows to be cast. Yeah. And, uh, and they like grab each other and run out of the room. Yeah. That lighting was crazy. That was, can you imagine how bright it must've been on set for those effects? Yeah. I mean, that's, it was like staring into one of those, um, the stage lights that are in the wings, you know, and if you have to like look into the wing, like yeah, you're looking side off at somebody else, you know, like, yeah. oh no, don't go away. But there's this light blaring at the, you. The bane of my existence yeah, is dance shows and side lighting. Yeah. And I will always yell at a lighting designer. I'm like, curse you and your side lights. Yes. Because people don't realize that like with our job, we have to, we have to be staring out onto the stage mm-hmm. for 90% of what we do. Yeah. And if there are lights just shining across the stage into your eyes, it's- You can't see anything. Nope. Nope. Um, and the headache you have at the end of the day from oh, having yeah. to try to see things. Right, right. But that was the other thing. There was this like bright light. If you were looking out, for, if you were outside the apartment looking in, it was like bright lights shining yeah, through the windows. Yeah. That's how bright this thing was. And, uh, and when this happens, when we first see the bright light outside and we, uh, we see Meg alive yes, in alive. the street, walking towards them uh-huh. or walking towards the apartment, I should yeah, say. Yeah. And, uh, and she's got her hand, um, like on a necklace that she's wearing. Yeah. She's got an amulet and she's kind of turning it a little bit. So it's like, Oh, the Davis being controlled by that thing. This is yeah. also the first hint that Meg is not human. Not human. Exactly. Even though she's. Like, yeah, even though she's doing these incantations and like slashing throats, there's n- not been a clue that yeah. she's something that supernatural. She's not human. Yeah, right. I was like, she's still controlling the shadows and isn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> so two, two indicators. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the amulet has like the Z mm-hmm. um, uh, sigil mm-hmm. on it. It's like, oh, son of a bitch, Meg's alive. Yeah. But the boys and dad still escape. Um, Meg doesn't see them Mm-mm. escape and they, they they like make it out of the the hotel they run to the Impala and they're like mm-hmm. okay let's go let's get in the car before yeah. the the shadow things come back you know, come back when the flare you know depletes itself and that's when Dean is like Meg was right you yeah. know dad's vulnerable around us and dad needs to go get this demon yeah. and he can't do it he can't keep himself safe and fight the demon if he's worried mm-hmm. about us yeah. and now sam is like now it's like completely flipped and sam is like no we have to yeah. stay together we just found each other we have yeah, to stay together yeah. we're a family you yeah. know he's like <laughs> nope we got to split up yeah go our separate ways yeah. and uh yeah this was um, really sad too because you know this is he just made up with dad after years of estrangement um and they finally found him you know, and they're getting closer to the answers of this demon. Every time Sam gets close, it's like another step backwards. Yeah, exactly. Although I would uh, think that three hunters together are stronger, but what do I know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you're not a writer, Sammy. Yeah, so, um, but John, John says you have to let me go. Yeah. And and it's sad for all of them because I think it's a realization that they only just came to. Yeah. You know, I think that they would rather stay together, but I yeah. think they also realize that based on what just happened, mm-hmm. they need to regroup and you know, so that they're not all in the same room at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was an it was a nice family moment and I thought it was well done. Yeah. I thought it was well done. The, you know, the goodbye, basically. It was John gets into his big old truck. I was like his suspiciously phantom racist killer looking <laughs> truck from Route Six Six Six. It would have been a scarier truck, I think, than the than <laughs> right that truck. Right, but it was like this jacked up big black truck, yeah. which I was like, "You go, John." But I did was I was like, "Hmm, that looked a little bit like the." John but- goes one way. The boys get in the Impala. They don't say a word as they start the car and drive in the opposite direction and they gun it mm-hmm. i love the sound of that engine when they <laughs> are like when they're going yeah yes i love a muscle car engine and the sound of the the impala it, i was like that's perfect because it was yeah. it was angry you know it was just like you know uh-huh. and leaving and as it drives off we see you know meg coming up out of the subway which mm-hmm. was i thought kind of weird <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was a subway or or the basement or something like that. Yeah. Or a, 
you know, one of those apartments that's like down, goes down. Right. But anyway, she comes up the stairs onto the sidewalk and just looks fucking pissed Pissed (laughs) that everyone escaped. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I'm I'm like, way to go. You missed them completely. And here's what I love though. She doesn't know that they went in opposite directions. She doesn't know. Yeah, or at least we she, didn't see her see yes. that the guys went in different directions. She just she looked in the in the direction of the two boys rather than John. Yeah. And also yeah. none of them know that Meg was is alive. Alive. They, they never saw right. her. You know, John mentioned that he saw you know her fly out the window and land on the sidewalk. Right. Right. So everyone thinks that she is is dead. But what controlled the Devas? what brought the Davis back into their right. apartment. Right. So but, I think they had the knowledge that something was controlling them. Um, but they, I, we don't know. We don't know yeah. what they know. Right. We just know that Meg was controlling the Davis. The Davis right. then attacked the boys even after she was quote dead. Right. So maybe they'll come to that realization. Maybe they will. Yeah. Because it could have also just been like, well, the Davis were around, you know, the city, maybe they're just sticking around, you know, <laughs> yeah. being controlled i i wrote down um did she miss them or did she let them go right yeah and a part of me thinks she missed she missed her chance i i would say so just from the look that she gave that she has to now answer to a higher yeah she has to answer to somebody that she failed yeah yeah so um and i was like you know this this was bad of me to think this i guess but as they're driving off i was thinking god i hope they're going to go get some medical attention because <laughs> i know <laughs> because this is gonna I leave mean, some scars <laughs> sam i was like are they going to like is he gonna be scarred for the rest You're of right. the series because it was like wolverine just like yeah. <laughs> you uh-huh. know scratched across his face i mean dean did after the second time that the they were attacked one. he had mm-hmm. he had it across his forehead but i was like sam's got some yeah. like gaping wounds on his face yeah so i'm hoping they're I even wrote off i said I, they both need some serious medical attention <laughs> maybe that's why they were running out of town so fast. maybe but I liked this episode. I did when too. I when I watched it through the first time without the podcast in mind, just watched mm-hmm. it. I I did the jump outs. I listened to the sounds, and I was mm-hmm. creeped out. And then I was happy for their you know for their moments and sad for their other moments. I yeah. liked this episode and the shadow effects. Um, you know the Deva were pretty cool. Yeah, they were. They were scary, and the lighting in general was really awesome. But they were both aiming for like a film noir kind of uh, I think they hit it I think, I so think too. they really hit it which could be why there was so much trash and paper yeah you know blowing down that alleyway yeah. <laughs> for poor Meredith I, I mean unfortunately that was a little comical just I know what they what they were going for but to go from like clean city streets to suddenly down this alleyway that was just like yeah I think a it, wash yeah it would have been I don't know because New York does have streets like that you know (laughs) it's just trash everywhere absolutely Um, but it was it was weird that they chose such a big city for having no people in it Mm -hmm. it could have done like an in-between like a sort of city you know I guess so if it had been even more remote that having Meg show up in that even more remote city would have been even so much more far-fetched yeah but you know Going to California, ending up in Chicago, that's not a big stretch. Yeah, that's true. Um, so maybe that's why they chose Chicago, just for that reason. Mm-hmm. But the one guy that's on the street is the <laughs> one guy that bashes into Meredith. Yeah. And that's it. That is the only other person on the streets of Chicago yes. is Meredith and yeah. this guy. Yeah. Wait, and well, it- those, 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 the woman who tapped on the window. Yes. But even when Sam was following Meg into the warehouse, nobody was there. Because I made a note of that, too. It's like, again, these empty streets. You know, it's not yeah. even that late, I'm, I don't think. You know? <laughs> it's COVID. You know, what, what year is right. it? 2007? <laughs> they, were a, they were before their time. Yes, ahead of their were. time. So Sam, I know you've been on on the road these last uh, last few days. Almost, mm-hmm. gosh, it's been over a week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I don't know if you've been tuned into our social media just because I don't know what your um, uh, signal has been like and things like that. But uh, we've had uh, this one guy who who liked us. He followed us, um, and he I feel so bad because he actually 
went out of his way to leave us um, a really good comment. He rated us and he left us a really nice comment and a shout out. But because he hashtagged something in it, he turned around and got like uh, spam botted. <laughs> I feel so oh, bad no. for him. Um, but I wanted to say thank you to this fan because he did a super great thing. And for his efforts, his he's got a, an Instagram site where he is, he's uh detailing he is remodeling no that's not what it's called he is um what is it when guys work on cars shit see this is covid's fault <laughs> that i can't remember simple words restoring restoring jesus christ <laughs> Just note that don't put that in there that took like 12 minutes <laughs> i'm so sorry Maybe i was like no i know minutes. what this restoring okay so so this guy is restoring a 1967 Chevy Impala and he's doing it uh, in in honor of basically uh, the Impala on Supernatural. Oh, that is so cool. It's so cool. He, um, he doesn't have a whole lot of posts, but he, what he's doing is really cool. So if you have a chance to, to check him out on Instagram, give him a like, give him a follow. Uh, I may be saying it wrong. It's Voivod67 and it's spelled V-O-I- v-o-d-e-6-7 which means warlord 67 which uh, i thought was super cute um he may not appreciate the word cute i think it's super macho maybe that's the word um but i just wanted to give a shout out to him for for trying to do it right you know following yeah. us liking us and rating us and actually um giving us a nice review so yeah, i wanted I to give him it. it's really nice out. thanks guy yeah like the first one from from a non friend, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not it's not our parents. <laughs> yeah, so check him out. V O I V O D E six seven. He's restoring an Impala, and so far looks like he's doing a great job. Yeah. Um. He also went to some of our uh, shout out sites. Uh, some of our friends that we shouted out. Oh he's yeah, gone to I their saw sites that. And looked... He went to the leather shop and thought it looked yeah. Really cool. Yeah, so he went to uh, Heat and Hearth, yes. So be like Voivode67. <laughs> go visit our sites. Go visit our friends' sites. Leave a review. Like our don't, stuff. Follow but us. don't hashtag Spotify because that will... Do not hashtag anything you don't want <laughs> bots. <laughs> spam bots to, uh, to attack you for. Thanks for listening. Um, like we said earlier, find us on social media uh, at Salt and Burn This Pod on Facebook and Instagram at Salt and Burn This on Twitter. Like, follow, subscribe, rate, please. We would please. love it. But thanks for listening to Shadow, and we will see you next week for Hell House. We we will meet some fun guys. Not the mushrooms. I can't wait. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I I know. I remember this one, so I'm excited to see it again. Yeah, me too. They're fun. All right. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.